All right, man, we on, man. Watch cussing. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Billy F. Gates, a.k.a. Steaming Billy Beaming. Man, we back, T-I-Y-F. I mean, I'm back. I know the podcast has been back, but I'm back. How's everybody doing tonight, man? We got the we got a full squad tonight, bro. We got the Cobra. We got the Truth. We got the uh, quote-unquote fantasy guru. And we got Big huh. Ant, bro. What's popping, everybody? What's popping? What's up? What's up? What's going on, man? Hit the gritty one time, baby. Woo! Uh, I guess I'll, I'll start it off. I'm doing good. Um, I just want to put one announcement out there that I had a feeling that Paul was going to get lucky in the draft lottery, and sure enough, he did. We'll get to that later. <laughs> lucky, huh? I mean, uh, top three. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was fair. The draft was fair. It was on tape. Every I didn't touch anything, but but um, the way to spin it, and you know, I was just it's just the luck of the draw, man. I mean, last three years, one, two, and three. You know, hey, it hasn't shown really for anything, though, Ryan. I mean, I haven't done anything with those picks. So, one, two, three, just happy to be there, though. <laughs> I'm happy for you. Hey, man, while I'm checking everything out, uh, how's uh, how's everybody else doing? Jose, how you doing over there? What? Well, you know, I was a little under the weather the past 48 hours, but, you know, I'm feeling great now. Hey, what's up with this What's up with this new name? What the, what's up with this? Where did you come up with that? I'm, I'm trying to figure uh, this shit out. Know. It's just, you know, who I am, the fantasy guru. You know, people call me, email me, text me all the time. You know, I got three phones. I'm a busy man. You got three phones, huh? It's probably not you about know? fantasy, though. You got three phones, one for each follower. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, if I had 50 followers, I have 50 phones, man. You know, I'm in tune with everybody who follows me. Yikes. <laughs> Damn, man. We got to roast my boy early in the show. Let's go. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, how you doing tonight, man? I know you got doing your roast game man. ready to go, it looks like. Got home, got home, got some time to talk some good ball. Um, I'm excited. Uh, as everybody who was watching saw over the weekend, we had some fun. Uh, I got a good pick as well. Can't complain. Uh, I was that close, man, that close, you know. To my boy was my boy was hurt. He didn't get the number one yeah, pick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Close though, man. You right there. Base, that the ball hit. That been, uh, oh well, <laughs> two ain't bad. Austin Eckler, I'll take. <clears throat> I think Ant jinxed himself because uh, he was the one calling it every time to stop. <laughs> and then at the last one, he goes. He looked at my uncle. Was like, hey, Ralph, you tell him to stop. He's all his hands all shaking and stuff. Like <laughs> he was all getting nervous. I was like, I was like, okay, I let my uncle. I mean, he was calling all night to tell me to stop, and then he at the last, the last one. That's big stuff. Number one pick right there, man. Yeah, man. That's. You know what I could have got for CMC? I know, man. You would have got the house. You would have got the. You would have got the house. Keys to the Lambo, the house, everything. He got some cheeks too. You know, you know what Jose was paying for for CMC? (laughs) Blank check, blank check, right there, my boy. <laughs> he would have played. He would play hard to get, but I would have got them cheeks for sure. <laughs> Yikes! Oh, easily. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Jose's easy. Back early, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, overall, overall, every, was everybody satisfied? Nah, you know I wasn't because I suck at cornhole. <laughs> I mean, but you know who sucks worse at cornhole? Jose. Oh my god, man! I had, I had a horrible, I had a horrible partner to be honest with you. <laughs> I had a partner. <laughs> Here we go. Senior. 
Uh-huh. For real. Hey, hey, I, was only, I was the only one drinking. So I gotta start drinking when I'm playing the corner. Wasn't yeah, everybody was, drinking though? Yeah, everybody. Right, drink. yeah. He just drank a little he just drank a little bit too much. You know who should be you should be watching out for is that fans. So hopefully they don't file a lawsuit against you. So you better watch out, man. I know hopefully those videos hopefully those videos don't leak, but some stuff was going on. Looks like Jose was having a good time. So uh Oh yeah, bro. I seen I seen that. Oh <laughs> uh, you, you found the leak? I got the, the I, leak? I got it. I got uh, the video. I don't yeah, know if I can, should I post it on the yeah, that's Instagram? Pretty, that's pretty graphic. I don't know if we could do that. I don't know. I could probably put it on Twitter, bro. You know, Twitter. Yeah. You know, on a random day. That's not going to embarrass me, so stop it. It's actually normal, so for us, it's normal. Should I I play it right here? (laughs) (laughs) Go go right in. Should I play it right here? Hey, hey Ryan, did you see the video leak? No, I don't know what you got. Oh, don't worry, man. We'll, we'll put it in. Oh, oh, Ryan, we'll have to leak it to you soon, man. Don't worry. I was fucking yeah, dry, yeah. dry up in this fence. You, you, you get his pointers? Yeah, I might have. <laughs> you think you might have? You know you don't. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. So, so all that. It sounds like we had a great man. We had a great time, man. That, that was actually yeah, that was pretty yeah. fun, man. Shout out to Joe though for uh, hosting us out there. Uh, appreciate us. Uh, this is the second year in a row that Joe has been able to host us for our pre-draft and our lottery draft. So, first time doing the lottery. I think we stick to it. What do you guys think? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I think the lottery is uh, here to stay. I think uh, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna tweak it a little bit. Maybe look, find something different. Maybe find some. Uh, uh, Maybe a, a a bigger cage or something for next year. So, but I got time to I got time to. Uh, <laughs> Ryan's face says it all. Uh, <laughs> like we got time to before next season. But yeah, I think this is the way we're gonna go, and it's gonna be like a lottery type deal like this. Yeah, no, I like the lottery, man. The lottery was pretty dope, man. So, shout out to Paul for being a a good commish, bro. And my, I got my co-pilot right there, Ryan. He's he's been upgraded to. Uh, to co commish, man. It looks like I need needed oh, some help. He's like that. He's after you too, because in TIYF. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he hasn't taken the name officially, but it, I mean, it's there already. So, oh uh, no, he took the name officially for uh-huh. the TIYF. <laughs> I've been on the roll for a while. So <laughs> I made sure of that I said Ryan, I need you as my number two, bro. <laughs> he's like, I guess good. <laughs> Things can't run smoothly without the real commish, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So uh, let's get right to this stuff, man. Um, NFL news. I guess the big one, the one that just dropped, was uh, Josh Allen Madden cover Madden 2024 uh, officially the out uh, the uh, sorry the the Madden cover officially dropped what today or yesterday, and it was Josh Allen on there. The picture looks dope. Um, is this the matter curse all over again? Does it restart? Or do you think that he's gonna be good all season? Because I think what who was on last year? Patty. Pat with Tom Brady was like a 50-50 split. I mean, I guess it hurt a little bit of Tom Brady, but they're both they're both on last year. Yeah. And you know how they like they do like the, the different ones now. Like <clears throat> no, last year was Deion Sanders, wasn't it? No. That's for the classic edition or the special edition, probably. Oh, that's what I yeah, they be putting hell, they they be putting hella different people on the cover, but the like the one that got got to 
I guess Grace It is Josh, but you know, oh, they, yeah. they add like two different covers all the time. Oh, Mahomes didn't, uh, didn't falter. They won a, won, won a Super Bowl MVP, everything. That's what I'm saying. But that's Pat Mahomes, some people say. That is Pat Mahomes. It's different. Yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, that guy's a mobile quarterback, so he runs about 40% of the time. So we'll see. He, 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 you know, he got injured last year, didn't he? Busted knee or something? I want to say injured. But yeah, he, he was one game, right? Out, yeah. talking about, talking about Josh, Josh Allen? Allen? Yeah. I think he had yeah, a you shoulder. Almost, you almost said Tommy John. Oh, yeah, I think that's oh, elbow or Okay. Oh, yeah, el- el- elbow or shoulder, something with his arm, I know, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was pretty close to Tommy John, but I guess he barely beat it. Play the next week. I don't think I don't think this cover affects him at all, man. Uh, quarterback like that, dual threat with his legs. Um, that team overall, I don't I don't see that team dipping at all. Um, damn near getting everybody back from last season. I think the Madden curse is. Uh, I mean, it's over. It's it's not over, but I think I think it happens once in a while, man. It's not like how it was every year. There was a stretch where it was like every season, uh, for like five seasons. If they hit the Madden cover, oh damn, that's a you're not even drafting that guy if it's an offensive player. Didn't, didn't it like start in like like back in like the 2000s? I know that uh, Michael Vick. Vick. I, I know Peyton Hillis uh, was one of them. Peyton Hillis, so, yeah. I know you go back all the way to Michael Eddie Vick George. Was- Michael Vick, uh, Michael Ray Lewis, Vick. right? Yeah. So I mean, it's there sometimes, man. I don't think. It's, I think it's. I think it's just maybe a fluke sometimes when it happens, but I don't think it's that serious anymore. I didn't it just it just stopped recently. That's what I know. Yeah, it just stopped recently. So you should have yeah. put Jalen Hurts on it. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. <laughs> 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 hey, oh, what's man. up with this? Uh, I don't know if it was true. But I was reading on Twitter. I didn't want to Google it yet, but. Some with the uh, the RPO that you can't pass it forward or hand it off forward. You guys hear about that? I don't know if that was true or not. A new rule. A new rule. That's, That's official not. for the NFL. Seen it on Twitter. I didn't. I didn't want to go bother. You know, look, googling it. Up. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah, you, didn't, you didn't show up to work today, so you had all day. So I mean, <laughs> no, nah, I was. I was. No phone. No games. I was laying on my side. My kids um, taking care of me. Uh, you weren't online at Call of Duty either when I saw you either, huh? Nope. Mm, okay. Cool. <clears throat> anyway, uh, I didn't. I didn't hear anything about that though. Um, I'm pretty sure somebody would have said it in uh in ants uh ants group. They're, they're usually pretty uh, pretty on top of everything over there, and they're like Adam Scheffler is like twelve of them. All everybody in that in that in that group chat, but uh nothing nothing to confirm. What about you, Ant? You hear anything? <clears throat> I heard. I heard about Josh Allen. I don't think he should even be on the cover, but who do you think should be the cover? Um, like just based off hype and success, and not necessarily success, but just just based off of straight talent. Big Brock. Probably, yeah, Big just Brock. Who? Justin yeah. Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. <clears throat> yeah, he deserves it over Josh Allen for sure. They should have put CMC on the cover, man. I think that would have been a good choice. <laughs> Stop it. CMC on the cover would have been nice. Any I news over there? Anything. I'm trying to look for it. Oh. Trying to look for it right now, man. I don't see anything. Hey, how are you going to sit there and bring it up and be the only one who doesn't, doesn't do anything? Look it up. Yeah, 
I just, I was Man. just asking if you guys heard. That's all I said. Did you guys hear? I yeah, I think. I, I think you gotta yeah, watch people. Twitter, you... That's why I didn't Google what, what, it. You, you Half the time that shit ain't true. What'd you ask? Huh? Four lateral. The RPO. No, the RPO. Ass option. I guess you can't hand it off four. You can hand it off to the side, but not hand it off four. I don't see anything. Okay, I just I don't, I don't want to go even looking for it. <clears throat> so you're talking what? about like that when they're pulling it back, so you can't be in front of them like that, right? So. Everything has to, if he's gonna do the R, RPO, it's got to be like turned to the side or something. Turned like to that. the side, yeah. It can't like I guess I guess it would only affect like you know like uh, Debo kind of play like when he takes it off from the front and takes off. Mm. I guess well, that's why I just seen on Twitter. I, I don't want to go bother looking. Yeah, I haven't seen. I don't see anything. Yeah, so. full sh- full of it. Full of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really yeah. So the. So, guess, first of all, thanks for Jose for wasting the last two minutes of this pod. I know, right? <laughs> well, that, yeah, the next thing that we got uh, as far as news was I don't, was this last week that this happened? Was this after or before the pod with the D Hop situation? I think that was last week. Was it last week? <clears throat> yeah. yeah I, we, talked about, we talked about it last week. I'm you know, surprised he's still a free agent. So, you know, he's trying to scope out the best team. I don't think well, there's, new news. there's new D Hop news, if you guys don't know. Well, yeah, what is it? The hot news. Uh, Tennessee got first dip on them. Nah, ain't worry about that. Tennessee. That doesn't really change his draft. Like it doesn't raise his draft stock. He goes there for me, man. I mean, there's nothing. Nobody's oh, throwing no, on the no, ball no, out there. That's, <laughs> for sure. That's for sure. Dipping his stock. I, I, I think. I think he'll stay because uh, he, he played with Rabel. Or coach yeah. with Rabel. That's a... the reason. I, but the, see, they have the money for it, and that's 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 what. It, it comes down to with this guy, man. He's fifteen million is a lot for a receiver, especially right now after free agency. Everybody spent their money, so now you're looking for teams that actually have that extra cap space to be able to pay for, um, you know, a solid wide receiver. Still, with fifteen million, not a lot of teams have fifteen million lying around in their salary cap right now. So, uh, I know Tennessee pretty sure. I mean, they got a lot of young talent over there. There's not too many guys that they're paying. Uh, they're overpaying on, so that's probably his only one of his only spots he could probably get his money. Yeah, but someone with, with that much experience, they probably don't even want to go to camp. You know, all the extra BS. So they're probably just waiting for people to get cut. Because there's doing a team, you know, a couple weeks before season starts, call it a day. <clears throat> Especially he'll still get the money. A lot of incentives, I think, if like a, a contending team wants him kind of make it look good around that number incentives that built up to it uh kind of kind of would help some uh some of that cap hit but man Tennessee sounds horrible if I'm a, if I'm if I'm a D hop right now well if you're a fantasy player I mean yeah but for him he, he wants his money for sure probably more, more than anything that's going there at that stage of your career man you you really still following money <clears throat> some are but I mean He's gotten. I mean, he probably he's probably at least got 150 million already. I mean, you you would think he's not, but I mean, he probably got a lot of things to pay for. Come on, man. This he's got 10 different baby mamas, and I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know, man. I, I'm taking at that stage, man. You, the window's so so small. You're still you're still one of the top five receivers in there. I mean, take eight million somewhere, man. Play a You guys know federal taxes take like almost half your half your salary by itself. That's okay. No, it's not. <laughs> I was watching this guy on Twitter. He posts like NBA player salaries. I think Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Was Jimmy Butler. Like, yeah. Yeah. I see one. He, he loses like half his money just on federal. 
Well, went forty-seven Florida, million to twenty-six million. Yeah, he lives in Florida, so it's all good on that part. But then he has to pay like his his, his, his uh he has to pay an agent a million, somebody else a million, something like that. I'm like he's only making like twenty-five million dollars out of his whole salary. Only twenty-five year. million? Oh my gosh! Well, how do you I'm live off saying. of that? I mean, when you see him, Jose, how do you live months? off twenty-five million? Oh my <laughs> well, god! I, oh, I, I, I got to get rid of my Lambo. I got you know. What I mean, I can't. I can't have that gold play the toilet anymore. Oh man, I don't know. 20, 26 million. Saying, I'm, I'm stressing man, out. I might have to go to unemployment on twenty six million dollars. When we see yeah. all these fat deals getting signed, there's more to it, you know, behind the scenes. In this. Well, my boy, you made it sound sad. Hey, I'm not. I'm not sad for Jimmy Butler <laughs> once for one second. Yeah, I'm not gonna my, boy's, for the guy, my boy's making twenty six million dollars in one year. All right, he's uh, he'll be all right. All right, all right, all right. I'll delete the GoFundMe for me. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Delete the GoFundMe and I'll see him in line at uh, the welfare line. <laughs> All right, man. Next up, uh, the Dalvin Cook situation, man. I think that thing is starting to heat up. But, uh, with trade talks, Cowboys are highly interested. And I know that the Jets, the Jets are interested. Um, where do you guys feel like uh, Dalvin Cook is going to land? No, are they cutting them or trading them? I think they they had two suitors, right? That was about it. It looks like they're starting. It looks like they're fielding trades now. They I don't, doesn't look like he's going to be cut. Looks like he might be traded. They could probably at least get you know a fourth or fifth for him easily with his contract. You know. Yeah, but is I mean, is he still serviceable? I mean, Elvin could. I mean, he had a little bit of flashes last season, but they were like. Not that many I can think of. I think it was like one maybe game I remember where he kind of had like a big catch or a big run, and it, I mean he just doesn't look explosive anymore. You know, he's just yeah. That's a, that's a that's a pass first team. <clears throat> they used to yeah. put, they used to put the team on his shoulders. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying he's season. young anymore either, but I mean he he's better than Zeke. <laughs> How do you feel about that big ant? Getting Dalvin Cook uh, on the Cowboys. Don't need him, but I, w- I, w- I would welcome him with open arms as long as he doesn't cost a bag. I mean, I don't know how much he's gonna want. I don't know. How, I don't know how his shoulder's gonna hold up. I mean, I wouldn't mind a one-two punch with him and Pollard. Uh, even though I do think I've been saying all along Pollard could hold a good, a good portion of the of the ball. So I mean, all games. So I mean, I wouldn't mind it if we get him or not. But I mean, I we'll see where it goes. I think that would be good for Pollard, though. I mean, you don't have to get her the load, and there's some games where you can rest. Kind of like an Eckler situation that I know we talk about. Like, Eckler takes some of those those, uh, those downs off, and then when he comes back into the game, he comes in fresh, and then he gives you that home run hit. The same thing kind of Pollard does. Uh, he gives you a home run hit. But when you're out there on the field all the time, I know he can still do it, but I think it gives you a higher chance to be able to break that big one when, when they're a lot more fresh. When they're on load management? Yeah. Nice. I don't know, man. I think I don't know. I think he could probably have himself a nice year with the Jets. <clears throat> Tell you that. I know that they got uh, a crazy backfield over there in New York. Um, but in New York, a lot. Mm-hmm. But if you got a Dalvin Cook, you already know who they're going to. Yeah, but it's a one. It's probably a one-year thing for Dalvin Cook in New York, or, or he sure. goes to the Cowboys. But the reason why they're 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 fielding that is because 
uh, the Jets, that rookie, you know, he's still coming off that injury. So <clears throat> that's another thing. Everybody talks about it. Like, um, in, like, like the pre-draft, there's a reason why he's still not 100% healthy. One of those running backs you kind of have to take note on. Um, but, yeah, there's just – like you guys Breeze said, Hall, right? Yeah, Breeze. They got Brees yeah. Hall. They got Michael Carter. <clears throat> yeah, he's not healthy yet, man. So that's a, that's one of the probably reasons they're looking at him. But I thought he was going to get cut more than likely. Get I, thought, I thought so too, but I think people started uh, feel, asking about what's going on with him and, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so it sounds like Madison uh, is jumping up that draft board. Possibly, possibly. We'll see what happens in these next few weeks, man. All right, so let's say uh, Cook's on the team no more. Where does Madison go? Top three rounds, top four rounds? Three. I think he has a top. He's going in probably mid-second, early third. Mid-second? Yeah, I mean he's he's gonna be he's he's gonna be the he's gonna be the ball club man. Have you ever if you ever see this guy take over after Delvin Cook, man? Yeah, the dude's, the dude is nice, man. He's all right. I mean, I, mean, I, 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 think, I think he can do cool. I'm not, I'm not knocking him, but I you know, I tell you that. See, you and that that's in I'll the take second. Before I take Najee. Yep, Najee nice. was like the same thing. Disappointment. The Dumpster whole team. fire. Deontay Johnson had no touchdowns. I don't know what's going on with that team. Madison's Madison's got high upside, man. And uh, every time he starts for for Delvin Cook, man, and you can see people fighting over trying to get him. Once you see Delvin Cook go out, the guy could give you twenty points, fifteen to twenty points. That's how. I mean, that's an RB one. I mean, you're talking RB one status right there. So, uh, I really like I really like Madison. I might he might even slide up higher on my draft board. What about you, Ryan? I haven't heard anything from you yet, man. I know you. It's getting closer to the draft, so Ryan's probably holding a lot of this stuff in and just letting us go. But how do you feel about Madison? Yeah, uh, Dalvin Cook out. I think Madison. I mean, at the absolute latest, mid third round, but probably like an early third round guy. To or like I'd say like the two three turn. Yeah, probably the spot for him. Um, just depends on your team to, you know, how you're building your roster out. Um, it's, I guess he's not, he's not like a, like a hundred percent proven commodity, but in the flashes that the, the, the games he has had the backfield to himself, he's been pretty good. So I, I would take him easily around that area. Well, Paul's going to get him because he has the second, second pick. So a third pick, then I'm going to pass on gonna... Paul's gonna get him on the third and third in the third round. I'm not gonna get him, man. I'm not trying to take all these Minnesota Vikings, man. <laughs> what do you trade big? Trade 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 big. I just need him to have there two good go. games and then I'll trade him. Still get hurt. Stop it. All right. Yeah, all right, man. Hey, y'all, y'all dead tonight. What's going on? Y'all dead. No, no, no. I was I was letting you guys get your shit off. <laughs> There's no energy. Come on, let's go. You guys are talking about Madison, man. I didn't. I didn't have really much to say about that guy. I mean, top three for me. Uh, I think he goes. I think he goes like round three. I think he goes round three, and then that's it. What happened? There ain't no tape on him yet, so I mean, there ain't nothing really to say. Mid second, third round. There's no tape on him. There's tape on that guy. That's tripping, man. He's already. He's throwing, a, he's throwing a oh. curveball. He's trying oh, to get really this guy, man. Oh, oh, don't take Madison. Don't take Madison. Watch this guy take this guy in the first round. Well, look at the late first round. Uh, 
Let me ask this. Would you would you go for Bijan or 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 Madison? I'm asking like if you got a choice between I'm asking everybody. If you got a choice between Bijan and and Madison, who you guys got? Who you guys taking? Bijan, no brainer. How is that a no-brainer? There's no tape on him at all. I, 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 the, Atlanta, the Atlanta offense is going to be nice this year, man. Watch, wait on it. It's closer. Yeah, with that rookie, with, with, with that quarterback out there, it's going to be real nice, man. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be, be, be real nice out there. Yeah, real nice. <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh, hey, hey, Ant, were you drinking before the pod tonight? It looked like it. Oh, yeah, they're going to be nice. Oh, Ritter. Yeah. Oh, Top three offense easy. Top three offense. I'll go on, I'll go on Ant's side. I'll, I'll take Bijan, too. Oh, oh. Man, oh. You already know you're going you first round with him. That's your first round pick. You guys really believe that? Yeah, we believe that. All right, now my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, keep uh, go ahead and finish your uh, finish your thoughts, sir. So yeah, I'm going Bijan. Ant's going Bijan. Paul, where are you going, man? I'm taking Madison. I'm not not taking Bijan, man. There's too there's too many mouths to feed, man. That offense is gonna be nice. Bullshit. I'm telling you that right now, man. That offense is not nice. They got a rookie running back. You got a second-year quarterback who doesn't know what he's doing. I was like, I'm not wasting a pick. I'm not wasting a pick on, on B. John Robinson. I hope everybody who drafts B. John Robinson really thinks what they did once uh, halfway through the season. Like, man, why not take this guy early in the draft? Because that's what's going to happen. You're going to use yourself in the foot, You're, you're going to waste the pick on a guy who had over 10 points once and had over 50 rushing yards once last season. What? Are you going to waste your pick on a guy you don't even know anything about? Come on, man. <clears throat> 50 rushing yards once last year. And he's Look, man, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm taking Madison. I'm not saying I'm taking Madison in the first round. I'm saying that if I had a choice between them, if they were both in the second, I'm taking Madison over Bijan Robinson. And in the last three in the like the last three seasons, the the top like rookie running backs, they've all been injured, right? And like the last like three seasons. Like coming in, I you got the Brees Hall situation. I know that Michael Carter happened. I know that Travis Etienne happened. Who else happened? I know that uh, shit. There's been a few. There's been a few running backs that came in, started, and they were out a few weeks later. I think you're probably thinking about like uh, our last two seasons, J- maybe like J.K. Dobbins on his second year was out the whole season. Cam Akers was out his whole second season, season almost. Yeah, but yeah, the, like but a Brees lot Hall- of the. The good young running backs have been injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brees Hall was a rookie last year, correct? He went down early. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm just hey, I don't know. There's a curse on the rookie on the rookie running backs or the younger running backs right now. So just I don't know. It don't matter. Ryan's taking him at at nine or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it really doesn't matter. You start talking about B. John Robinson and his ears get perked. <laughs> That's it. Like, you know, the little, his little thing, you know, he starts going crazy and stuff. B. John? That's a great segue, sir. That's a great segue. Speaking about positions, man, let's recap this. The, the Fantasy Family Draft Position Barbecue, bro. Well, all right. What is everybody's draft position starting with you, Cobra? We're going to start from the top. We're going to go Cobra, uh, the truth. We're going to go to Mr. Guru and then Big Ant. So start with you, Cobra. What is your, what's your uh, position? Pause. All right, since uh, since I'm starting from the top, uh, 
not a good thing. So I, I got the 10th pick um, in a draft that, I don't know, I kind of feel like it, the the first round is a little bit weak in the back half this year. Um, that's kind of the vibe that I get, especially with keep in our league with keepers. Um, it's a little bit thin. But, um, yeah, number 10, I'll, I'll find a way. I won't. Are we, wait, are we diving into strategy yet? Not yet, right? Uh, not, um, yet, not yet. Yeah, no, just, yeah, I'm at, I'm at number 10. Um, the only good news out of that, I guess, is I get the 15th pick as well. So <laughs> I'll take it. All right, Mr. Paul. Well, since Bijan's uh, going to be drafted at 10 this season, um, I get the, the luck of the draw at number three, man. And hopefully all goes well. I mean, it looks like I kind of know where uh, the, our draft is falling with uh, CMC and Austin Eckler, and that leaves me with my boy JJ. And uh, if I falls to my lap, I'm hitting the gritty, and you <clears throat> at the draft, and um, I'm happy with the number three pick, man. Okay, what's up? What's up, fantasy guru? I'm gonna tell you right here, right now. All right, listening. <laughs> here we go. That's number eight pick. If all goes well, I'm telling my boy Travis Kelsey. Number one tight end off the board. What I say? On my, on my snake coming back, <laughs> I'm gonna have me a top wide receiver because all all the running backs are gonna be gone. So I'm gonna have me a top wide receiver. I might probably gonna be Tyree Hill. Probably gonna be. I don't know who else gonna be there. Probably uh, Dave's gonna be there, more than likely. On my way back. And then on my third round, again, you're gonna go dig. You're gonna go dig second round. I mean, I, I'm gonna get a top wide receiver for sure. Uh, we, we just needed your position. We'll talk strategy in a minute. We, no, Jesus, I'm like, no, I'm gonna go. I'm like, no, talk strategy in a minute. You want it? Nah, you want know, it? I'm telling you how it's gonna go. No, we got. We got we'll talk about it in a minute. We're gonna talk about it in a minute. You're getting way ahead of yourself, buddy. We just needed to know where you at. You at number what? Eight. Number eight. Eight. That's eight all eight. we needed to know. That's all, we needed. Needed. all right. Number eight is gonna be either Kelsey. Chubb or, or Cooper Cup. Simple as that. Easy peasy, bro. Okay, you got your top three. What's up, Big Ed? Where you at? So, baby, got the number two pick. I'm taking Ooh. Austin Eckler no brainer. Came to a conclusion. I can't take Derrick Henry because I don't know what's going on with the offense. And I don't take receivers in the first round. So, I'm taking Austin Eckler. It hurts a oh, little bit cool. because I really, want, well, I really want Jonathan Taylor, but maybe he'll follow me in the second round. He might. He might. A lot of people are burned by that guy. And, you know, uh, Mr. Billy Beeman over here, I got pick six, man. I was looking for – I was I was wanting like four or seven. That's where I was at. But six, I mean, I'll deal with it. <clears throat> right in the middle of the pack. Hey, in a perfect world with Ryan, if Cooper Cup fell to you for in the first round and B. John Robinson fell to you in the second, how happy would you be, man? Oh man, like okay, yeah, I would be ecstatic. Like, <laughs> I mean, but Bijan really making it to the second round, I don't buy it. You don't think I'm so? Not even, I'm not even oh. sure if he's gonna make it to me at 10. Somebody's really grabbing him that early. Well, I'm passing know. him on eight. I can tell you that right here, right now. The only, one I, on six. only one I can see probably taking him is you think Chris takes him? That's the only that's, it takes the random guys, you know. I think I think Chris is the only one to watch out with, and I think he's going Travis Kelsey. I'm gonna I was gonna say Chris and Joe because he always does it. I don't know about Joe, man. Yeah, I know, uh, I know, I know. Trey said that he's gonna go uh, Saquon. 
Now, hey, Chris loves Travis Kelsey and George right, Kittle. Yeah, Ed's taking Saquon at uh. Well, well, oh, Ed's right take, Ed take, Ed, taking Saquon now. Yeah, yeah Trey hasn't yeah. said Trey hasn't said anything yet. Uh, uh, we're, we're doing a slow draft already. We already got our first cool. four picks in, so then uh, it's Trey yeah. at five, right? And then it's me at six. Yeah. So once you find out who Trey takes, um, yeah, you, you're you're on the clock, man. Plug him in now. Plug him in now. Let's go. Hey, for real. I'm just gonna put it in there once everybody shows up. What the heck? Man, we're at pick six. <laughs> I know. And then with the uh, with this little extra flex that we're gonna talk about later, man. I think I might have. To, I got my keeper now too. So, but we are gonna get there. All right, man. Let's get to it, man. These draft strategies. I know that, Mister Ryan. Let, let's just make this the Cobra Corner section with the, everybody included this time because I know this is what you wanted to talk about. So I'm going to let you lead this little segment, man. So uh, let's get to it, Mr. Cobra. All right. Yeah, so on the agenda, we're going over draft strategies. Um, I'm, I thought it was be a good topic to talk about this week since I'm starting to see like a lot of other channels and fantasy football. Let's start to talk about strategy. Um, so now that we finished our lottery, it's like the perfect time so we could talk about it. Um, on the so what we have in our notes are um, three kind of general strategies that you can implement um, depending on your draft style or depending on the way you like to build your team. Some of these may suit you better than others. Uh, one of them is pretty controversial. Um, so let's just get it started. So the first one we got on the list, um, we'll just go with uh, zero RB. You guys have probably heard of it. Um, zero RB is one of those kind of like fringe draft strategies that really crept up i think like i started really hearing about it like in 2015 2016 when antonio brown was like the like the consensus number one pick for a couple seasons um it's pretty controversial we'll get into it a little bit more but zero rb is definitely a draft strategy uh the next we got is the more traditional type of draft strategy where you're going you're generally going to start off with a running back maybe go two running backs in the first two rounds uh, and then build out the rest of your squad that way um and then the third one we got on here is this is a new strategy that I started hearing about, I'd say maybe like one or two seasons ago, and it's called Hero RB. And so Hero RB is kind of a mixture of like traditional draft strategy and zero RB. It's where you're you're in your first two rounds, you're gonna target some kind of running back, like a obviously like a like a RB1 type of player. And then from there you're gonna you're gonna stock up on wide receivers as you go through the, the early rounds and the mid rounds. So um, that's just the, the three strategies from, you know, a high-level view. Um, the biggest thing I wanted to talk about when it comes to draft strategies is really it depends on, on where you're drafting. Some of these strategies can be better depending on if you're drafting earlier on in the round. So, like, if you're in the top five or top four, it might be better to go traditional since there might be a better running back or, like, a, you know, a clear-cut clear uh, tier one running back. Um, or if you're on the backside of round one, like myself in round 10, it might actually make sense to go like a more of a zero RB approach or like a hero RB where a lot of the running backs might be off the board already and you might end up getting better value with wide receivers. And really, and kind of leading in with that, the real point of all three of these draft strategies I'm talking about is really about maximizing value is really the key, the key thing. So 
when you're picking early in the first round, you have a better chance of getting a really solid tier one player that's going to provide a lot of points for you throughout the, the season. When you get to that back half and those tier one guys are coming off the board and you're picking between like tier two running backs or maybe if there's like a higher end wide receiver, a tier one guy, like kind of like what happened to me last year where Cooper Cup fell to me at pick nine. Um, at that point, I it may not feel comfortable taking a running back or a wide receiver in the first round, but at that point, I truly felt that Cooper Cup was, you know, head and shoulders like above the rest of the running backs in that area. So that's it from a nutshell. Um, let's let's pass it off to one of you guys. Have you guys heard of any of these draft strategies? Are there anything that sticks out to you guys as far as what no. kind of style you go for? No, I'm more – I mean, besides traditional, I think I haven't heard of uh, Zero or Hero until until you brought it up. But um, I actually like the idea of Zero RB, man, um, especially, you know, when you have, I guess, the top – I guess the top three running backs who are going to be gone. You got – or you're – when you're at a position like me where I'm at at six, I think that works – I think that the Zero RB would work best for me personally where i'm at in the in the draft because then i obviously i get some top wide receivers possibly a top uh quarterback like you know a josh allen a patrick mahomes round two you know what i'm saying and then fifth sixth round is i go and start you know getting some some running backs i i i actually like that it's pretty pretty yeah. different way and I'll kind of expand on I'll expand on it too real quick because you you hit on something that that I kind of missed when I was explaining it. Um, like when you go zero RB, just like George or Billy said, you're maximizing value, right? So like you're taking that high end wide receiver, you're taking a quarterback and another elite onesie position. Um, the biggest thing when you're going zero RB is just your number one goal is to try to maximize your flex positions. So like like we're going to talk about here in a little bit, we have a big change in the Fantasy Family League that is we're actually expanding our starting rosters to have two flex spots this season. That, to me, is a big strategy changer. And really, I think it opens up zero RB strategy to be viable in this league. Um, having – yes, yeah, see. What's up, Ant? <laughs> oh. No, I'm, I'm just – I'm taking four RBs. Four yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You can go. I mean, sure. You can go four RBs, stack your flex spots that way. Um, I think what it, but, you know, going back to zero RB, it's just about maximizing your value. And a lot of times in the third and fourth rounds, fifth rounds, you can get really good value on wide receivers, even the sixth round, where you're getting like a wide receiver one for a team that is has a pretty good shot of going over 100 or 120 targets. Um, and, you know, like I said, the big thing is you're trying to fill those flex spots out. So that way, week in and week out, you're winning the flex battle against your opponent. Also, on the same token, what I tend like the times I've gone zero RB, I usually like to get an elite player at either the quarterback position or the tight end position. I find that it, it tends to balance out a lot better. If you're streaming like quarterback and tight end while also having a bunch of wide receivers, it doesn't usually work out that well. So if I do go zero RB, so say like I'm at pick 10 this year and I get maybe Cooper Cup falls to me at number 10. I go Cooper Cup, and then let's say at pick 15, I go with another wide receiver like like Diggs or, you know, whoever else falls to me. Or maybe I get a tight end. Let's just pretend like Kelsey fell to me like last season. I could mm-hmm. do that, go wide receiver, tight end, and then load up wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, 
And then in round six, maybe pivot to some of the running backs that I think have a chance to get decent production. They may not be RB1s, but they might be good enough to fill positions at the at the RB1 and RB2 spot. So it's just a different way. It's a different way of drafting. And I'll be honest, it's really not comfortable at all. It like and you're gonna probably get a lot of crap for it. Like I did it last season and I got trashed in the chat about my team. <laughs> But it, it could be viable. Just it's just a different way of playing. Hey Ryan, uh, off topic. Hey, who's your keeper? Probably probably Ken Walker in the ninth. Okay. So, which gives me a, a decent RB to start. So you with. can go. You can go. You can go zero RB then. Yeah, the zero RB strategy. Because if you're waiting until five six to get a running back, you already got an, a, a, I guess a quote unquote hero running back. So you have like. That also comes into play too, yeah. right? With yeah, who you're, with who you're keeping on in your leagues. If you got a keeper league, then I mean, you can do a hero and a zero together, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, and you you kind of hit it there. And hero RB is really it's just zero RB, except you're you're taking a swing on a running back earlier, um, with the hopes of. And I don't know if you guys I, this I don't know if you guys ever heard this before, but one of uh, something I was reading a while back was that like one of the easier positions to fill in, on your fantasy roster a lot of times is that RB2 position. Um, if you look in the right places, like if you go out and you get some kind of like pass catching running back, that's not, may not be the starter or just kind of gets enough work to get you like eight to nine to 10 points a week. Like you're like back in the day, like your JD McKissicks or, you know, name that pass catching running back. That's not the starter. Um, so a lot of times you go zero RB you, or hero RB, you, you'll have like that one solid running back, and then you'll just be looking to fill that second flex spot or that second RB spot um, with some kind of running back. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I like it. What What do you guys What do you guys think of this? These draft strategies, Paul. Yeah, man. Um, I think I think. You know, I've been saying this since for a while now that the whole draft is changing. It used everybody used to be traditional with the two running or like I'm I'm loading up on running backs. Some guys will load up on four running backs. I don't I don't I still don't buy into all that now. Like points is you're looking for your surefire point guys. I mean, like if I go, I'm obviously I'm going Justin Jefferson uh, with my first pick. I come back around all these I know all these running backs are going to be already taken. So you go receiver again because if you look at the points. After those running backs are taken, all those running backs are staying in the same points. Yeah, you're looking for starters. You're looking for the people are going to take the bulk loads. Uh, you know, you want those twenty, those um, <clears throat> those twenty carry running backs, but those won't be available. Like Ryan's saying, those pass catchers. Thank goodness it's a PPR league, which helps us out big time. So yeah, yeah. you look for the, you look for those guys. Um, but yeah, from from the, coming back into the second round, late in the second, the running backs have been gone. I feel like I, in my from my standpoint. I can still get a solid, maybe even another top flight wide receiver at the end. And now you're getting, you're looking at the point differential. Like, uh, I've done a couple of mock drafts. If it comes all the way back, uh, a lot of, a lot of the player I'm seeing the most is like Waddle to get Waddle in the second at the end. The points from last season and, uh, that he had to the best available running back that was available at that spot, it's like almost like 60 to 70 points, man. I'm like, so, so you're looking at it like that way. I'm like, I'm taking the guy who's going to give me 70 more points. And uh, it's the same way going into the round three. Um, I'm going to look at it the same way. The best uh, the best receiver available compared to the running back and, and check the points out again that way. I already got my quarterback shirt up at eight, so I'm pretty much good there. So everybody, 
you look at, I mean, everybody's draft strategy is different, but that's the way I'm looking at it this season. So it looks like I'm going zero running back. Uh, just with, just where I'm at with where I'm drafting. Um, that's how I like it. That's how I'm going to go into it this season. Usually traditional, but hey, I feel like the running backs have changed drastically over the last couple of years, and uh, it's just you got to you got to follow the points and you got to follow your tiers. Um, but yeah, a lot of good points there. The flex, the flex is going to add a little bit, a little bit more this season. Um, yeah. I'm not, I'm not accustomed to using two flex. I know I, I tried it out in one of my, um, like in a, uh, I think I had like a dummy league to, to try to try to test out the wires. This is one of these cheaper leagues. I actually did pretty good in that league. I, I got all the way to, uh, I think the, the conference championship in that one. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was a fun league. Uh, I, I I liked it. I like how it went, and I like how uh, the usage of the the second flex. It's kind of nice to you know not have to see one of your guys put up thirty points on your bench, rather than have them <laughs> and then actually put them in your starting lineup because you don't have to second guess. Because there's a lot of second guessing if you go around fantasy football and you know how many times you know how many times you say, man, if I would have started this one guy, and you have that extra opportunity to put him in your starting lineup and it changes everything. So, uh, yeah, great points, Ryan. I know I'm changing my draft strategy this season. Uh, just, just because of uh, just because everybody's gonna be different, everybody's gonna be different on, on where on where you're drafting. So yeah, yeah, I think I'm doing this. I think I'm gonna do the zero. Yeah, Paul, I I could see where man, I could see where your team like after like the first three rounds, you'll have probably like Justin Jefferson. I could see like Devonte Adams falling to you, <laughs> you know, and then maybe like a Jalen Waddle or like a. Um, yeah. T Higgins or, you know, uh, another like really good wide receiver in the third. powerhouse three. I, I've been looking at and it. Then, <laughs> yeah. You already got one flex spot covered and you got an elite quarterback with Jalen hurts as your keeper. I mean, that's a lot of points, dude. That's probably, <laughs> that's probably 80 points worth of players just in yeah. four shots, you know, like, like, so yeah, is, is Stefan Diggs worth the first round, second round and then trade him off later, especially in like, like one of these <laughs> zero, so no, running back so see, strategy. You see, how, you see how Ant went four straight running backs. Four straight running backs. Bro, he said Justin. We already said hey, that. Uh, we I'm gonna said put this. it. Up, I'm gonna put up this way. Four straight wide receivers, top like wide receivers coming my Man. way. So it looks like me and Ant will be doing a little wheeling and dealing. It's gonna be like Clay Thompson. Maybe. <laughs> hey Ant. So why don't you? Hey, know, who's your uh, who's your keeper, Ant? Oh really? Okay. Why don't you go like a Patrick Mahomes or or a Josh Allen if he falls to you in that second round, Paul? Because then you would have two surefire uh, quarterbacks, and then you can just trade one off for what you need to trade. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, I think quarterbacks are going to be going. I think those quarterbacks are going late first. I don't even think I, I touch one of those other late quarterbacks. First. You never know. You I never think know. I, I I could see my dad taking like a Pat Mahomes at number twelve and coming back around and grabbing something like that. And then once you see Pat Mahomes go off the board. Damn well, Josh Allen's gonna be right behind him. So I think Josh I, Allen came first, came off first last year. Yeah, he did. I think because that was by me. I had to take him. I know Chris. <laughs> I know Chris is taking him one on one on the back on the back end of the second. So I just I just feel if um yeah, what is Chris at number f- six, seven? I think he's seven. Seven. I think Chris yeah, is seven. I'm at six. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I think coming on the back end, I think Chris takes some uh, a quarterback at seven. And I think it's just a matter of time for somebody. I don't. I, I really don't think another quarterback falls to me yet, uh, late in the second I, round. I'm just saying, if if it were that that 
opportunity was to present itself to you, yeah. would you do I, it? I thought about it. <laughs> it's been in my head. <laughs> I've thought about it, man. To have if I have Pat Mahomes and uh Jalen Hurts, yeah, man. It's I'm taking 30, I'm shaving 30 points off somebody's season. So, you know, it's uh I'm I'll just leave them on the bench. I I just use That's that draft strategy that way, man. That's crazy. I'm not, I'm not against it, obviously. You know, I draft a lot of quarterbacks. But, but that early, I, I'll never draft two quarterbacks that early. Why would you draft a quarterback that early knowing that you can, get, you can get points in the second round? That is true. That's that's one thing. that It just changes the draft strategy. I, no, I, yeah, my whole point of the question was if he was to get like a Josh Allen or a Patrick Mahomes, knowing that he already got Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he could uh, potentially sit him on the bench. But would you trade them, like especially later on in the season, to get some like a, a powerhouse wide receiver running back, especially if he's doing a, a zero um, a zero running back type of draft strategy. It's like this, uh, Aunt. So if you were to get CFC, you know you're gonna get the bag, right? Oh yeah. So uh, if, I, if I get if I get if I got Pat Mahomes on my bench, if I get Pat Mahomes on my bench and somebody's running Tom Brady all season, I mean I don't know who would do something like that. <laughs> but if somebody's running Tom Brady all season and you're only getting five to ten points from your quarterback, I mean, eventually they're going to be like, man, if I only had that guy on my team, if I can get me a Pat Mahomes, let me see what I can do. You know, trade me the bag, and, you know, next year's first round, the next two, his next two first-round picks for the next years, I'll take it, man. I know I've seen Jose sell for so much just to sabotage some somebody's season. I, I know he would do it. So, I mean, it's just it's just there. I mean, more likely it's it's trade. I don't know how long if I could if I couldn't hold two good quarterbacks all season, but you're gonna get something really good return for for a Pat Mahomes. So or a Josh Allen or a Josh Allen. So I'm saying that's a, all this all this stuff is coming into play now, especially especially like these these this newer this newer NFL where it's more quarterback and and wide receiver friendly. Definitely changed. Fantasy football has definitely changed. Cause yeah, but yeah. Big in. Well, how do you how do you feel about these running backs too? Sorry, I, don't I feel like there's just not as many elite running backs. Like we still have CMC and probably Eckler, but that's it, man. And, Eckler, and, I mean Daquan, Henry to some extent, but Daquan. It, Can't leave that guy out. You know where it's really been taking a big dip is ever since. I've been in fantasy football for so long, and it's always been standard. PPR was never around. Ever since the PPR came around, full half point, full point, eight, that's just changed the whole running back situation and everything. So if, if you look into a league, let's just say our league was standard, right? We had a standard run, uh, standard league, standard points. Running backs, you know what I mean? If you look at the running backs right there, now you're looking at like, okay, the Derrick Henry's top flight, you know what I mean? The, the C- CMC is kind of like, I mean, you're not getting that extra, what, 60 points? Eckler, you're not getting that extra 50 points? So now it changes the whole – it changes everything. So ever since the PPR has been in effect, I think we've had it for, like, the what, the last four or five four years? Four years, yeah, four or five years. It's just changed – it just changes everything, man. So ever since then, the running backs – the running backs have just kind of, like, slowed down. And like Ryan said, it's just – there's only two elite guys with, with, with catching the ball over 60 times, and that's where you're getting your extra points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What about you, Big Ant? How do you feel about these draft strategies that uh, Mr. Cobra has brought up? Uh, I'm not. I'm not against them. Like I seen Jose take. Uh, I believe it was like a year or two ago. He took like three wide receivers in a row, and he 
when that happens, you're always going to trade one to get a running back, you know, so it won't hurt you. It is, it's just how long is it going to take you to trade it? Like, that, that, that's the point I was trying to get with Paul and his quarterback is one, you, you got to give up a lot to get, you know, a lot to get it. And then two, nobody, nobody, nobody trades in our league that early, you know, like nobody trades until they find out their teams, you know, what, what, what flaws they actually got. So, like, it, it, it all works, you know, but you, like, like you're going to get your points. And in the end, if you if you have better receivers, you're gonna get more trade bait at your receivers. You might you might not get a sure start running back, but you're gonna get a starting running back by all means. So I mean, what do you mean nobody trades players. early? No, nobody really trades early. What do you mean? We talking about? I seen some dummy trade for Cam Akers early in the season before it started, man. I was like, well, who trades who trades for Cam Akers early in the season? Oh, yeah. said I'm like, who does that? I like I was like I, I was in one of my leagues. It's some. Some moron goes and goes Wilson's balls deep on this trade. I was like, you gotta be, you gotta be an idiot to not see what was going on here. I was like, man, this guy just traded. This I must have been blind or something to hit the submit button and accepted this trade. But I don't know what he was thinking. And I think you were in that league, weren't you? It's crazy. It's crazy how the uh, tables have turned on that trade. <laughs> yeah, that was a highway robbery. I don't know who. I don't know who, who got. I don't know how you get away with a trade like that, man. That's just ridiculous. I mean, the guy did sure didn't. The guy did not know what he was doing. Hopefully, he's not some kind of fancy guru or anything. But uh, I mean, he man, traded. Was, he traded for the number one tight end in the league, though. Yeah, but he also got the. He also got the one. One of the last. One of the dead last running backs in the league. Who did I trade? I traded Adams for. Uh, I think I traded Adams and Curry. Oh, who did I trade? Adams, for. Travis Kelsey and, and Cam Akers, Akers and yeah. Daryl Henderson. Yeah. Daryl Henderson too. <laughs> you got both those bombs. Yeah, you got the whole backfield. That that was the stipulation. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot! You got it. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, what about you, Jose? How you feel about these draft strategies, and and do you find yourself uh, leaning towards the traditional route, or are you? You doing zero or hero this year, especially in the eighth position? Uh, normally, just just me personally, I try to go for the top, you know, the best re- uh, receiver or running back available, because obviously I, I can choose either or. And then uh, <clears throat> on the second go around, you know, same thing. But just with this league, it's a little difficult because, like I said, we all know each other a little too well. <laughs> And uh, like I said, if I can get if I can get a Kelsey first, I mean that's great because I know if I pass him the second time around, he might not be there. Even if I pass him the first time around, he may not be there. Especially if I pick at number eight. But um, let's say let's say I'm you know rounds four or five, and I see like Ant, and he already has four running backs, you know, and he has Calvin Ridley, who's not you know really a great receiver. We haven't seen past two three years. Uh, I choose you know a receiver. Even if I have one or two, just because I know he needs one, you know, or not, not, or in the same case with somebody else, you know, I might <clears throat> some somebody doesn't have a good tight end yet, and Kittle's there, I might just grab another tight end if I have one. It's like I, I know I can train one for sure. Someone will trade you know some for, for another tight end if I if I need a running back. If I see they have three or four that they <clears throat> might be able to 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 deal one away, you know, hey, that's just me personally, and then sometimes I just like. I'll just sabotage someone's season too. I I care less. I I'll pay a hundred bucks for you know for shit and giggles to see someone cry. I don't even care. 
Uh, we we here to win championships, buddy. <laughs> and, and some are, I, I can hear less. Jose's here to sabotage one person. He'll pick. Thing, hey. man, we're up in we're up in the league for two hundred now, Jose. So now you got to pay two hundred dollars. All people cry. It's two hundred now. <laughs> no, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm but, out. Hey, hey, but he, yeah, hey, but that that's crazy because we're all looking. Hey, we're all looking at the draft board at that time. Jose's right. So like he'll see. He'll draft that extra tight end, that high end tight end, and then right after he drafts him, he's walking back to his seat. Hey, senior, send it. Yeah, like, so he already knows. He's already looked at his team. He's already visualized and looked at his team. Like, all right, he's already got those all those running backs. He's gonna want one of my tight ends. So every so even right there, live on the draft, everybody's already looking at the different moves, and they're already they're already targeting who they're gonna be talking to. So yeah, we all we know each other way too much. Too, way too friend, well. Like I said, like for instance, if your dad is what number twelve or eleven? Yeah, number twelve. So let's say he let's say he goes two running backs, and I, I'll just pick Adams in the second round for shits and giggles because I know he'll give you something <laughs> for Adams. So like because I'm like, hey, senior, on your on your third round, you're not gonna get another top wide receiver. Yeah, he's too easy to take from man. Hey, hey, you guys, you guys gotta leave my dad alone this season, man. Let him do his thing. Like every time somebody takes that, someone take Devonte Adams and or or Josh Jacobs. You take any one of those two guys, you're getting you're getting the bag for sure, man. I know for sure. Aunt, Aunt always tries to do that once in a while. He'll, he'll take a Raider just in spite. I feel like I'm on seniors do not trade list. Is that, <laughs> is that true? Why well, uh, you do send him a lot of trades? He, he always uh, he, he tries to hit me up. I was like, I don't know, man. I was I'm not trying to tell you who to trade or not. He was like, well, What do you think? Well, though? The last trade, the last trade me and senior made was three years ago <laughs> when, I, when I traded him. Christian McCaffrey for Jonathan Taylor and Michael Gallup. <laughs> Damn. Didn't he? And that's when he was hurt, wasn't it? Yeah, it's when he had a high ankle sprain. Yeah, I, I remember, I remember I the remember. chat. It said it was the, the worst trade they'd ever seen. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember that. I think he still remember. I think he still remembers that. And he's like, I'll never trade Ryan again. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, oh, man. man. He'll get over it. Maybe you'll break the streak this season, man. I'll try. I'll for sure, for sure try again. Just get Devontae Adams, man. And he'll be your best friend. <laughs> all right, all right, man. Um, next up, bro, we got these uh these roster spots. This uh this these changes in fantasy family. So you know what? Um, I'm gonna let the commissioner of the fantasy family talk about it. So what's up, Mr. Paul? Tell us, tell us what we got going on uh, new this year. So the votes are in. Looks like we're adding the league. Uh, we're adding to the league with a flex. And uh, all right, goodbye, Jose. Uh, <laughs> we're going with the extra flex because you know my boy Ant Royster pushed it so hard, and you know he was our last guy, and he wasn't happy, and we had to make my boy happy this year. So we got that extra flex, uh, flex spot for him. I, I mean, I'm, I'm for it. Like I said, I was talking about a little bit earlier uh, in one of my, uh, I guess, my tryout leagues. And I think Ryan was in that league also. So it was kind of good to have a little bit of practice, huh, Ryan, you know, going into the this uh, this season with it for real. So, I mean, uh, it was a good little, you know, test run. I think it worked out well. I liked it. Um, I don't know if Ant, Ant are you, is your league uh, too flex or no? Uh, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it was. I think that was the only league that I had that was a two flex. While he's no, looking not. at that, <clears throat> yeah. So this, oh, okay. So, 
Looks like we're gonna. I'll probably have multiple, so that's kind of cool. So yeah, we're gonna have the extra flex. So we're gonna run the two. We're gonna run the two flex. Uh, wide receiver, running back, tight end. Uh, same same thing. Not the super flex. And then we're gonna lose a roster spot or uh, a bench spot. So we're gonna downgrade from seven to six. And then we're gonna also add an uh, injured re injured reserve player. Um, kudos to Ant for throwing that out there. So now you have an extra guy who blows their knee. And it's gonna put him on his keeper list for uh, the following season. So I already know, I already know how this, I already know how this was going, and I already know how Ant's mind works. So that way, it doesn't sure up one of his spots, and uh, and, and that's how. <laughs> as crazy as that's, that's the only thing I was thinking about. I was like, well, I need an extra IR. I was like, what? You need an extra keeper spot? Is that what you're telling me? So yeah, um, yeah, it's a little bit different. I think the rosters, the uh, there's a little little bit of difference going into this season, but I think it makes it a lot more fun. I think the points go up for sure. Everybody's got that extra flex, and uh, I think I'm, I think I think the all these are gonna uh, are here to stay. I think we stick with the, the two flex going uh, going on for future references. How do you guys feel about the two flex? I love it. I'm excited. I'm I'm super excited for this man. Um, it's definitely going to change a lot. It's going to change a lot uh, as far as strategy-wise goes um, throughout the year. Um, so having two flex spots, that's going to, again, change the way that I draft because now I got to figure out, you know what I'm saying, what two players I want. It could be a tight end. It could be two wide receivers. It could be a couple running backs. You never know, but um, – so really depends on how I draft. So if I'm going wide receiver heavy, then obviously I'm going to have a couple slots for multiple wide receivers and just figuring out on a week-to-week -week basis who are my two starters. And then I've, wait, we got six um, roster spots. Six bench. Yeah, six bench, I mean. Um, so, I mean, you know, bench is usually trash anyways. They're, <laughs> they're the ones that don't do anything. And But I'm just – you got to – I don't know. It's changing everything for me, man. So got to figure out the new strategy and, and go into this year hope, hoping that having that extra flex doesn't hurt me. I got to use it to my advantage. What about the TIYF league? Is that same standard with the with the one flex? I don't know, man. I got to ask these questions. I think I might just do two because it sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, man. I, I, um, the test out league kind of made it official for me and that's where the route i wanted to go what about you jose you like the two flex yeah a little something new you know let's see what happens and you'll for sure change the draft strategy and for sure hop the waiver wire and uh pretty much play keep away from certain guys you know but it's in that you know <clears throat> taking that bench spot away for sure is a killer but like i said for hand over hawking injured players all season with his little ir and extra spot mm -hmm. he got yeah, he's gonna have three. But I think the new players. rule was, hey, twelve o'clock, you know, afternoon on Wednesday. Hey, twelve one. I'm taking pictures. That if that person's on your team at twelve one, <laughs> and it says healthy and IR. I don't care who, who blood brothers or not. I don't care. Hey, that person's getting cut. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the good thing you mentioned that, uh, Jose. I'll, I'll add that on. Yeah. Um, so we did also vote on that. There was a there was a scenario last season where. Uh, somebody had a player on their roster and he was already taken off the injured reserve list and he was still on his injured reserve slot. And he, he went into the, he went into that, that week with him on that spot. So the rule is 
as soon as they become eligible to uh, or um to play and, and their uh, and the IR position is taken off, they have till up they have to up till Wednesday. I'll say let's say noon to be able to cut that player. If not, that player is going to be cut by uh by me. Um, that way to make their team legal. Um, going into the 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 following uh the following week. So just to stay updated. I mean, yeah, that's kind of like a a low move because you're actually the guy's not hurt. So. You, you know, we yeah. want to make sure we want to keep this this uh, this league uh, competitive and fair at all possible points. So yeah, that was a good rule that was that was brought up. But it's, cra- it's just crazy that that you even had to get to that rule, man. Yeah, it's it's kind of unfortunate. Like because I don't I don't and we didn't have we didn't have that uh, in TIYF league last year where people were being. I know that people were being put on the IR, but I mean, once they were ready, they would just be right off. I mean. Just weird that we have to get there, especially in a league that we've been in for what, like, for you guys, it's been a little bit longer. I came in with like eight years, nine years ago, um, but still, it's just to have that amount of people, and then all of a sudden, you you have to put this rule in almost a decade later, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's 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 one of those it's one of those rules that you kind of go by every time. I mean, you would think. Um, I would think that like ESPN had it had it like uh it would like make your team illegal or something. I know they do that in some leagues. Like when once they become available, they're like, oh, your team is illegal. You have too many players uh, on your team. So, but I I guess they don't do that. But um, but yeah. So it's it's kind of like a rule that's already probably been there. It's just enforcing it uh, this season. Gotcha. Sleeper gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, man. Um, so let me ask this question. Jose, uh, with this added extra flex position, um, is this affecting how you draft this season? Yeah, for sure. Like I said, I not me personally, but like I, I like to sabotage everybody else. So if I see somebody drafted, you know, first six rounds, they got, you know, four or five running backs. I'm about to do a little opposite, just a little Will and Dylan. And, and, and if they already have four good running backs, I, I'm kind of screwed. Like I said, I, I might just grab the best running back that I have left that I can get and just pray one of their kids hurt or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's going to be you know something new for everybody. Obviously, that's, that's an extra starter for you. So, like I said, I might, I might, I might just go two tight ends in the first four rounds just so I can trade one to get an extra running back with somebody or an extra wide receiver with somebody. Kittle now, I might shoot myself in the foot. He's gonna Travis, know, and, hey. Travis and Kittle right off the bat. <laughs> hey, Marky Mark hey, on the third we, round. We, hey, we all need the points, man. So I, that, and actually that extra spot hurts, especially in the waiver wire. I mean, we're doing fab points too. So I mean, yeah, every league's different. They do a little waiver snake, you know, or if you finish the worst, then you, you know, get the first pick for the waiver for the week. But the fab bucks, I mean, that, that makes a big difference for sure. Yeah. For sure. That's why Ant drive, uh, drafts four running backs. So once one of his, his running backs blows his knee, then I'll just blow my load on the backup. Uh, and, and, uh, <laughs> guy, Paul, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cobra, I'm going to ask the same question, man. <laughs> Is this affecting how you draft this season? Um, No. No, I don't. It's not going to really change how I draft. Like, I still have the same strategy. Um. <clears throat> No, I, I still like the same players that I would normally like. Um, but what it does change, I think 
what the one thing that it will change no now having gone through it in Paul's other league last season um just being mindful of that that second flex that second flex huh you got ghosts in your house? Did no, I got a fan on. Blew, oh. blew the hat off. Oh, uh, okay. Like, damn. I was like, run, right? Run. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, that hat was barely hanging on me. Look behind Boy, you. I, I thought I was the only one that seen it. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> um, shoot, I lost my. Oh, oh okay. Okay, so that, that second flex. All right. So let me, let me tell you guys like a quick, just a quick story of last season in that second league. So with two flexes, I think Paul, we only had five bench spots and one IR. Um, Dude, by the end of the season, I had a really hard time filling that flex. Like I was starting, like I was starting two tight ends. I had Mark Andrews. I was starting Greg Dulcich. And I think I had like Daryl Henderson in my second flex. Um, it, It was tough, but I, but I sustained a lot of injuries though. Like I had, I lost Cooper Cup. I was missing Andrews for part of the season. I was missing T Higgins for part of the season. Mike Williams was out. So like I I had a bunch of injuries. Um, I think if it does change your strategy in any way, it's going to be, maybe you'll be a little bit more mindful of the kind of players you take. And as far as like reliability and, and maybe not taking a shot on a guy that's like injured half the season, most of the time, Um, like a Mike Williams or something like that, just because like, it's one extra spot you got to fill. And it's always like at the beginning of the season, you look at your roster like, man, I'm stacked. I got all these guys that I can't even play. But then come midseason, you have like three or four injuries on your roster. And now you're just – you're starting, you know, Mercedes Lewis in the second <laughs> flex spot. <laughs> or some other guy, you know, uh, Jamison Crowder, fourth yeah. wide receiver on the Bills, you know, like – you know, you know what else I liked about that league, Ryan, is because it was only five bench in the beginning of that season. There was a lot of good free agents. Oh yeah, on that. I think I picked up Jamal Williams because he started off slow, and then I got Jamal Williams on the free agency, and I was like, I was like, who drops this yeah. guy? But it's so early in the season. If they're not doing it, you're trying to take all the, you know, you want all the hot players, and then you know what? I'm like, you know, I don't really need a Williams right now, but it's cool to have him on my bench. And then he show he ends up blowing up with like 18 touchdowns. Or whatever, and then uh, I mean, it's just it's so much it's so much more difficult to be able to have less bench on there. And I like how I like how the free agency is just like it's open in the beginning. Yeah, I kind of think it'll be like that for us a little, not as bad, not like that. Um, I mean, with that second IR spot, it kind of opens up a lot. But I still think with the second flex, I think we're gonna see some players that we maybe would not have seen otherwise hit the waiver wire this season. Like like it'll happen. You know, some like guy the, that gets the Hodges and Hodgins and um, who's the other guy you, you you picked up in the playoffs and started him? Oh, Hodgins. Uh, Remember, Jose didn't like his it, picture, and then he yeah, just, he said nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he ain't give me no points. So I'm good. I'm good. You, you know how I, for me personally, on on this two roster spot or the two flex position, for me personally, going into this draft, I think where it changes up a bit for me is in the later rounds. So like rounds, like 10, 11, 12, 13, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to dig deep and pull some value out of those rounds. That way, you know what I'm saying. 
those players that are on my bench, I could actually like sub in if I really need to. Cause I know that you, most of the, again, the meat is rounds one through eight, one through eight, one through nine. That's where the meat's at. But this, I think now with this little flex, this extra flex 10 through 13 is, is going to, you know, possibly, you know, if, if you do it right, could get you over the edge and get you, you know, into the playoffs, get you deep into the playoffs and, and possibly even into the championship. Yeah. You, you think people taking longer uh, before their selection this season? Oh, yeah. No, definitely. <clears throat> for sure. That one flex spot is big, man. That's a big that's a big spot. It's a Stuck. big spot. What about you, Paul? The same question that I've asked already. Well, huh, what was the question? Does it change it? How, yeah, will it affect how you draft this season? Uh, I, I think I'm I think I've already seen myself kind of changing the last couple of years with just following the just following the points. And um, I've always been a, I've always been a traditional, like I said, a uh, running back, running back, running back. But uh, now, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah now I, with, with the way the league's going and the, the half PPR point and wherever the points are at, man, that's what I'm drafting. And even if, if, if I get stuck with some two crappy running backs, so be it. But I know I'm going to be a powerhouse of receiver. I know I'll be I have a good quarterback. Um, yeah, but uh, I'll just find my points either way. And like I said, maybe some maybe somebody blows their knee out. And uh, I, I pick up, I pick up the running, the backup running back, and he does good for me. So that's 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 kind of the route I'm trying to take. I feel it. What about you, Big Ant? You over there, quiet. I'm sorry about that, sir. I'm gonna stop and start with you. When we go to this next question, you're gonna get hit with two. So this is what's gonna happen. Will this affect how you draft this season, and how will your bench differ from last season? Uh, that's what I'll say. If anything, my bench is gonna be different than I normally do. Like normally, I'll take. Uh, as most of y'all know, I'll probably take three, four quarterbacks every draft. Um, I was already going to change it up because I was probably going to take one or two at most. Um, because now, now there's at least twelve quarterbacks that, that are at least of startable value in 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 our league. And there's no point taking three, four quarterbacks if I'm just going to sit them on my bench all year. And they're not going to get traded for eight, nine, ten weeks, especially with two flexes now. Uh, no, sorry. I've never. I probably. I, I hardly ever do this. I, I hardly ever do the the looking for the meat late. I'll never take running backs really late. You know this and that, unless I, unless I like them or something. And now I'm actually gonna take RB twos. You know, I'll, I'll look at RB twos now, and I'll look at wide receiver threes, and maybe maybe even fours, <clears throat> and uh, more of those. I probably won't take too many rookies either. Um, like. Unless you're like you know surefire rookies that they almost got starter spots right off the back, but that that that's where we I was going with the roster spot thing was that I'm I'm, I'm looking for a lot more meat like you were saying. Yeah, so it's so definitely changing how you are drafting, and it's gonna affect your your bench because yeah, like you are the guy that holds four four uh, <laughs> QBs. Trey's the guy that has three deep three to four defenses. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Jose? Um, how will your uh, bench differ uh, from last season? I'm trying to have for sure. Have Kaka. Usually, uh, like last year, man, Tom Brady was killing me, so I had like, an extra quarterback <laughs> or two. But uh, this year, I'm, like, I'm getting me a top quarterback. I'm going to have no quarterback problems. I'm going to see no quarterback on my bench. Like I said, I'm going to try to get me a top tight end. I'm going to have no t- extra tight ends on my bench. <clears throat> So strictly running backs and receivers on there. That's going to be it. That's all it's going to be. 
I'm going to just go week to week like I always do on the defense, call it a day. So I don't know if Paul's going to put a cap limit on, on what we can have or not. But, I mean, if I have four legit running backs, then I'm going to go all wide receivers and just try to hog it up. Now, that shouldn't be no cap this season. So whatever you want, um, yeah. whatever you want is whatever you want. Try to sabotage somebody else, play keep away. Like I said, if I have four solid running backs and I just – you know, have everything else by receivers or vice versa, call it a day. All right, all right. What's up, Paul? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I usually, like I said, I usually have one guy on my bench that I, I'm always kind of deciding on who to start. So I think nothing changes for me. I think it's just like now I get to insert him into my starting lineup. And usually when I have that extra guy, I'm looking to do the two-for-one trade and trying to upgrade it, either a better tight end or a better receiver, something like that. But uh, I don't think, for me, my my bench doesn't change uh, or it, doesn't, it just doesn't differ from last season for me. Okay. What's up, Mr. Cobra? Same question, man. Yeah. No, it, um, it's not – like I said, I, I still – I like the players that I like. That doesn't change. Um, the same kind of guys that I target in the mid and late rounds will probably be the same. Um, I think, like, I'll probably just pay attention more to um, injury history, you know, um, and just try not to get riddled with injured players like I did last season in that other yeah. league. Because um, with the second flex, like, if you if you had a season like I had last season where I lost, I literally lost like three or four guys to season-ending injuries. Um, and you have a second flex spot, like you're you're up the creek, man. Like unless you are like Houdini and you're able you're able to like pull out you know some like sleeper picks that you had from the deep deep rounds and you're able to keep them on your roster. Um, and Paul's other league, like I I struggled. I, I actually missed the playoffs in that league because I sustained so many injuries and I just I couldn't keep up. I saw um, mortal. Ryan was mortal in that league. Yeah. Just to let you guys know, I uh, Ryan's always one of the top guys. And then I was like, you know, just looking at the yeah. standings, and I was like, what the? Why is Ryan so far down this list? I ne- I was like, never, never see Ryan down there. He's usually, you know, playoff contending. You know, on the upside. I missed it by twenty points, but I lost. <laughs> I mean, I lost Cooper Cup. Josh Allen was not good the second half of the season. It was it was rough, man. You know, I, I think for me, I think for at least for my roster spots, I think I usually have a good bench. I usually have me a solid bench um, with a mixture of wide receivers, running backs, and the the normal extra quarterback man, just in case. Um, and as I don't, I stream defenses every week, man. I mean, sometimes I'll have a good week. Sometimes it'll be really bad, like Minnesota giving me what negative eight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I mean, it it it's always hit or miss. But I think I feel for me personally, the, my roster's my roster's gonna be a okay. Uh, again, I'm just going after more more production as far as wide receivers um, in those later rounds. So I could have a, a nice solid bench. So if I have to again, it's a it'll be like a plug and play. Like I can just get ten points and boom, that's all I need. Double digits. Yeah, wide receiver threes are gonna be totally viable in this league now. Like like yeah, just decent guys, like a like a Hunter Renfro or just a guy that can go out like a PPR monster and get you ten points. This guy's gonna be super valuable. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. 
draft positions. All right, so th- now I'm going to just open the floor. I'm going to ask the question. Somebody just jump in and talk. How are you preparing for the draft this year? <sighs> Go ahead, Ant. <laughs> I, don't, I don't prepare. I don't do any mocks. I don't worry about it. I don't buy any books. I literally go in. I, I'll look at depth charts on the phone or on the app, and I'll look at like overall uh, projections. But I don't. I don't do any mock, any books. I go into a day of. I'll smack three or four modellos, and I'll take my first pick, and I, and the rest is history. So with all that, what, hey, what uh, what place did you finish last season? Second to last. Okay, cool. All right, Ryan, go ahead. I'm gonna just hold on real quick. This is this is a disclaimer for all you beginner fantasy football players, man. Do not do that. Make sure you do not do that. That's a he's a veteran. He's been playing for. Uh, oh, he's a he's a champ. A Let's not forget. Yeah, he's a champ. Yeah, you know hey man, hey, you can get lucky once in a while, my boy. He's a veteran at this. What you guys need to do is you need to mock. <laughs> if you need to buy the books, buy the books. If you need to just, you know what I'm saying, create a program, do that. But yeah, maybe hey, mock, man. You guys be good. Real quick though, uh, one thing about, about Ant. Um, one, of, I think one thing to learn from like Ant's season where he won the championship is it's not act. It's not all about the draft. Like the draft is is one component, but how you manage your team really goes a long way. Like Ant on his championship run, he had a couple of like home run trades that really like took him from like middle tier to like top of the pack. So like you know, roster management you know matters just as much too, and working the wire and trades and stuff. But I just wanted to put it out there. No, yeah, no, no. Got Ant, Ant, Ant's got very lucky. good. Ant's very good at manipulating trades. I'll give him oh, that. I got finesse that year, man. Oh no, it's not, he... it's, it's not even that, man. The guy sends me fifty trades in the in the middle of the night. Accept one. Accept one. Bum. Accept it. I'm over here trying to do. I'm over here working. <laughs> Except you, Paul. All right, man, it's your loss. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And then, like, the next day, I send you three more. I'm like, dude, I just said I didn't want the trade, man. I'm like, it's full hounding me. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like, dude, relax. I said I'm good. He was like, all right, whatever, man. I'll find someone else to trade with. And then I see him over there talking to Jose, arm around him and everything. I see him, arm, hey, what's up, Jose? I'm like, buy, I see him buying him lunch. I'm like, oh, come on, man. My boy, hey. Throw every every everything at him, man. And if he's gonna trade, he's he's gonna find a way to make it work. It's like that salesman, man. You look through the window and like, nah, I ain't answering that door. I'm good. Feel it. All right, what's up, man? Next up, who's? How are you guys preparing for the draft this season? I thought we just did that one. I and the only one that answered. Oh. <laughs> Uh, go ahead, Ryan. <laughs> um, all right. So I started mock drafting a little bit, maybe like a month ago, like kind of started digging into it. And then now that we got the draft order set, been doing some mocks. Um, I try to, so like, this is a tip. I, I shared this with, with Billy. I'll share it with you guys too. And the rest of the group. Um, I, I mock draft with your with the keepers in the mock so i'll guess your guys' keepers <clears throat> i don't know who you're gonna keep but i'll take a guess um and i'll mock against it so i get an idea of of kind of where everybody falls at 
Um, so a lot of mock drafting. That's not the end all be all just because like it more just helps to see where players land. The other thing I do, um, I start following or I start closely, not even so much following, but I start paying attention more to fantasy football Twitter. Um, there's certain there's certain guys to follow on Twitter that are like NFL beat writers and are kind of like boots on the ground that give you um, some perspectives that's going on in OTA and training camps and stuff like that. Pay attention to that kind of stuff. Uh, I start diving into rookies, second year, third year guys, training camp reports, see who, where people are ending up on the rosters. Um, and then I listen to a lot of podcasts, like outside of this one, I'll listen to like Rotoviz, uh, Player Profiler is another one I like. Um, I don't agree with everything they say on there, but it's just kind of nice to get like a general feel of where people are drafting. Um, and I think that's, I mean, that's basically it. It's just a lot of research. I just spent a lot of time just kind of like soaking it in. <laughs> um, and then hopefully by the time that by, I'd say like a week before the draft, like before the, our actual draft, I'll, I'll start hardcore mocking mark drafting like every day and trying to get like a general idea of where I'm going to go. And then of course, like I'll have this plan in my head and then I'll get there and somebody will take like George Kittle at pick seven. And like, and then all bets are off. <laughs> so, that's why I don't mock, man. All your picks. It, it gives you, yeah, but it gives you an idea of like the kind of players that you like in a certain range. And I think what it does, the probably the most important part, is you learn, you learn who you're willing to actually like draft at a certain position, even if it's a reach. You kind of like build up the confidence to reach a little bit, even though like it, you know, it may not feel good at first, but. That's that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, that's completely different from it. <laughs> Night and day. The show. I'll show up, smack three Modellos, and I draft who I draft. Four. <laughs> oh, my bad. Four Modellos. <laughs> Jose, what about you, man? Are you doing anything different this season? Or it's still the same old thing? Uh, besides, uh, make sure I have a quarterback in my top three rounds. <laughs> uh <clears throat> like for me personally, I only have like three or four leagues that I'm in. Some people I know got 12, 14, 20 leagues. <clears throat> so my, every team I have is dramatically different. I usually maybe have two players that are the same. And I, I just, because I hate to have it where I have a majority of the same players. So one team's doing bad, more likely. Both my leagues are, or three, three or four of my leagues are doing bad. I just hate that. You know, especially, hey, you, you lost two of those players' injuries. Hey, all my leagues right there damn near have most of the same injuries. And there's plenty of times I'm like, I, I should grab I should grab this this player in the, in the second round. But, I'm like, I already have the Minnesota League, so I'm going to skip him and go to the other guy. Then I shoot myself in the foot. My guy's – I'm dominating one league. I'm damn near last in the other one. So, I mean – I might change it up this year. I mean, I don't know. But for sure, I'm, I'm getting me a quarterback top three rounds easily. <laughs> hey, that, that'll do it for you. You get scarred like with a Tom, how Tom Brady did uh, did you last season. And Man. you don't you don't ever want to go through something like that <laughs> again. So. I know the feeling, man. The only, only thing that sucked with Tom Brady is I, 
I did not bench him. I just kept sticking with him. I was like, oh, there's, no, there's no way. There's no way this guy's a goat. There's no damn way in the world this guy's going to give me eight points again. Yeah, he did. He got me six points. <laughs> all you needed was a, all you needed was a 12 out of him, too. Come on, 12 points from Tom Brady. Hey, and, I, and I'm praying. I'm like, dude, just, just, rush, just rush for four yards, damn it. Please, come on. Give me something. That was a tough season last year, man. That's that's brutal, especially at the quarterback position. Yeah, he still made the playoffs somehow. Yeah. That's it. So, Paul, uh, I usually prepare. Preparing is the same thing for me. Uh, I'll like I'll do an occasional mock draft just to kind of keep current with what's going on. Um, you know, just <clears throat> just to kind of see where your players are at. Check always checking the injuries, injury bug, because uh, then you want to find those guys. Uh, um, like somebody blows their knee out and they're out, and you know, the first five weeks. You know that five. You know, I'll take a I'll take a starting running back for first five weeks to get me through to start the season. You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> but yeah, you know, just the same old thing for me. Uh, I think uh, me drafting differently is the only thing for me that I'm changing. But to prepare for it, go into the same way. Like Ryan said, once it's uh, getting kind of close to draft time, then I'm I'm all in. You know, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm doing way more mock drafts than I, I should be doing. I'm at work. You know, doing mock drafts. You know what I mean? I'm. <clears throat> I'm I'm just trying to stay ahead of the game and just keeping keeping an eye on everything. Uh, I really don't follow too much Twitter fantasy football, um, like uh, the people the, the guys talking about it. But I just go on and just kind of do my own research and just kind of just like I'll go to the team sites and kind of look at the the underwriters on those guys and and see what's current with them. Yeah, no, I, I I'm switching it up this year. I usually don't do a lot of mock drafts. Um. I, I'm usually like Ant. I just show up and draft, and that's it. But I'm changing it up this year, man. I'm going uh, to be a little bit more prepared. I'm going to do a little bit more homework again. Like I said, I, I feel like I need to find talent, man, between 10 and 13. So that's where I'm going to be. I'll, uh, that's where a lot of my focus will be this year, especially for just, the, just <clears throat> with this little change. But, yeah, that's just it. I'm going to just do a little bit more um, – little bit more research man that's it be a little bit more prepared instead of just showing up and, and drafting but yeah man and then what are you guys' keys to coming out on top in the draft for you from your draft position i know because we're all over the board here we got two two of the top three and then some of the uh the back nine over here <clears throat> i just got to make sure i have all the best receivers because there'll be no running backs available after ants done with it So yeah, receiver heavy. I, I looks like I'm going this season. All right. What about you, Cobra? Yeah, no. It's a successful draft. Just <clears throat> taking players that I believe in, getting good value where I pick. Um, not reaching too far, you know, um, but still taking the guys that I'm comfortable with. Looking at the you know positions, looking at the situations that the players are in. Um, and then kind of like you were talking about, um, doing my homework in the mid, the, the mid to late rounds. Um, I tend to struggle in the mid rounds, but I, I usually do pretty good late round. Um, so I'll try to fix that this year. Nice. Fantasy guru. So try to get me, try to get me a top running back. If I can, if I don't choose, you know, Kelsey and then, uh, my, my even go running back second time around. I guess Top running backs are pretty slim. 
But after that, I'm gonna just stack up on receivers just just to trade for one, you know, for a running back if I need one. That's pretty much it. Like I said, I'm gonna give me a top tight end, a top quarterback. I got to. Just I mean, <laughs> there's only there's only four top there's only four top tight ends. I've done plenty of mocks so far where tight ends, the top five tight ends are gone by uh start quick. for a third round, they're all gone. Yeah, yeah they're quick, man. Those things are jumping <laughs> so, off like hotcakes. I seen yeah, I seen Hawkinson go in the second round already. So I'm like, what? Damn, that early? Yeah. Oh yeah. Damn. You know, almost with, uh, Hawkinson, Hawkinson Kittle, Andrews, uh, Kelsey, Kittle. They're all they're all they're all gone. I got Pitts, so we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, right. Look at what TJ did, man. When he got there, I'm just saying, you didn't believe in it, and he put up some crazy numbers that first weekend. Yeah, dudes. What about you, Big Ant? <laughs> um, I'm actually kind of worried that I might get stuck with a, a non-favorable quarterback, so I'm I'm trying to. I, I don't want to. I don't want to take. I usually I, I usually take one between like four through six or seven. I, I don't want to, but there's only four quarterbacks that I want. So, and none none of them are like top tier, so I'm not worried about that. I, I'm just worried about. A random surge of quarterback, you know, like in like round maybe five or even six, and me and me end up with like Geno Smith, you know. So, bad, what, what, what's wrong with Geno Smith? Nothing. Uh, Nothing. He, he's not. I mean, I mean, like I don't. I, he's, he's not, I was telling Ryan at a thing on Saturday. He he's a good backup, but you don't, you don't want him as your number one. Eighteen points, eighteen points a week is not bad, man. Better than Tom Brady. Somebody started him all season. I, I understand. I'm not completely against it, but I, I, I'm just hoping that one of my quarterbacks falls to me. Dak will be there, my boy. Just chill. <laughs> Ain't nobody drafting Dak Prescott. Four. We're good. He's hey, you know he's gonna draft Dak Layla. Like, hey, uh, hey, you better hope Jose doesn't take him because he's just gonna take him just to piss you off. I'm telling you, I got through. There's four that I want. Hey, hey, he'll be he'll be sitting three seats over and he'll text. Hey, what do you want for Dak? Hey, 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 all smooth and shit too, huh? Like it's nothing. Like it just like slides over him. Like, hey, um, what's up with that quarterback? <laughs> nah, hey, he he don't he don't talk to me like that. No, he'll, he'll text me. Oh, he'll send you a text. Yeah, hey, what, hey, three hey three people over. Hey, hey, what do you want for Dak? Oh, <laughs> <I'm> like, relax. <laughs> oh man, what two thirty in the morning on a Saturday or what? <laughs> I'm talking about draft day. Oh, draft day? Yeah. Uh, he tends to do something like that. Yeah. So, does anybody got anything else, man? Yeah, I got, I got one thing, one thing only. In years past, since you guys set up these leagues, can you guys control the waiver wire? far as, we all know the date, but as far as time, In years past, no. let's say, let's say in each league, the time was different. So, like last year, for example, our league, the time changed every week. One day it's two thirty-three, the next week it's three thirty-eight. You know, but years past, it was consistent, same exact time for every league. For some odd reason, last year it kept changing. So here I am on the shitter at at one thirty-eight because last week it was one thirty-eight, and I'm refreshing it and it doesn't pop up. So I'm going to wipe my ass, and then 143, here it is. 
I want to know <laughs> like, that, man. And, and, Aunt, and Aunt got fucking six people already. I'm like, how? <laughs> I was waiting. I was sitting here waiting. And the next week, 143 out here waiting. And I'm wiping back to front. And here it is, <laughs> 159. 159, here it goes. Like, I'm like, why? How? I think you're talking about the, the waiver processing times, huh? They they did yeah. they were all over the place last year. Because once they go through, and then you can pick who you want a- yeah. after that. I'm looking in my settings right now. Yeah, I'm, I don't, I don't, right, yeah. I'm looking right now. There's yeah, no. I don't think so. Okay. I spent a lot Your of time like refreshing. Always, always a, oh, here we go. Here, acquisition, acquisition and waiver rules. We got lineup changes, lock individually at scheduled game time, player acquisition system waivers. Season acquisition limit, no limit. Waiver period, one day. Waiver order, move. And then, yeah, that's it. That's all I see in here. I'll be asking, no, I'm driving on the freeway, fucking refreshing that shit every minute. Yeah, <laughs> man, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know you're doing it, too. You know you're doing it, too. Yeah. Um... I'd rather just show up late to work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I see him in, in the parking lot. He's right next to me. And I look over, look over his window, and there he is grabbing one of on a waiver wire. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that's just all uh, standard, man. Uh, that's There's nothing you can do about it. Um, Yeah, that's not on us. I know. Remember, we talked about it. They wanted, even <laughs> my dad wanted to push back. Hey, I want make sure the waivers are available at like eight in the morning or something like that. Yeah, there's uh, there's nothing on that. Too late to bring a oh, new thing to vote on. The which one? Is it too late to bring a new thing to vote on. I'm not. As long as it's before draft, I think we're good. Also, uh, I, I, I was thinking about uh, eliminating the defense. I I thought about that too. I uh I kind of like it though. I kind of like the defense. Um, I I just feel like they're too wishy washy for me. <laughs> but <laughs> too wishy washy. And lose by a defense. And is going to lose by a defense against twenty four points. <laughs> that's a killer. Yeah, when I lose by a defense against twenty two points, I want to throw my fucking phone. Yeah, twenty. Anytime you get twenty plus points, bro, it's, it's like, come on. Like, what's going on? Hey man, it is what it is, bro. Come on. I just brought it up. It is what it is. I don't... Uh, we can vote on it. Is that a you want to? You really want to bring that one up or what? For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, so we'll talk about that. I guess I'll put that in the, in the group text and uh, we'll vote on that one. Also, other than that, uh... yeah, other than that, that's all I got. I'm good. Yeah, man, we good. A little quick hour and a half tonight, man. Um, it was a good pod. Next week we'll have some more. Uh, we got game time Friday. Are we for sure. Are, we, are you guys gonna be? Are you guys ready for game time on Friday or what's up? I'll be here. I'm gonna go bowling, but I'll, I mean, if I'm not here on time, you guys will be here. I mean, I'll be on right. time, but it's not setting up. Well, you don't set up anyway. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, all right then. Game time Friday, eight PM, man, right here on whatever we're at, twitch.tv, man. And then uh, uh is it when's fantasy baseball coming back? What's up? What's popping? What are we doing? Oh we man, we've been we've been slacking big time, man. I mean, mm-hmm. my, I don't even know if Mondays work. <laughs> I, I, the Sundays definitely don't work. Um, 
I think I might just have to cut my softball league out, and we'll probably have to try Tuesday, man. So, how are we feeling on Tuesdays, Ant? I'm good. As long as early or late. I keep telling you every week, man. Yeah, Mondays early are rough late. because it's our earlier start for me, and it's just like I get – I'm down here sleep all day. Um, I think I I'm going to push for Tuesdays. I think I'm going to push for Tuesdays, and uh, we're going to try that. That's official. Official Tuesday. All right. All right, man. So, again, TIYF Wednesdays at 8 p.m. TIYF presents game time Fridays at 8 p.m. And then whenever they figure out fantasy baseball, it'll be on Tuesdays and maybe 8 p.m. Who knows, man? I don't know the times. They, they, <laughs> they'll get, they'll get their shit together, and then we'll all we figure it not, out, man. We're not trying to not help you guys out. We're just strapped in life. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, just decided they wanted to party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those Sundays, hey, those Sundays are brutal, my boy. I'm yeah, telling you right, yeah. We, we just, uh, but yeah, hey, we, so we, we will get back to you as soon as possible. We'll hit you with the stats, we'll hit you with the all the knowledge we got within the next week or two for sure. Probably, probably next Tuesday for sure. We got to get it back on track. We'll, we'll start hitting you guys good, and uh, yeah. We'll we only got we only got sixteen more weeks of baseball, man. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so we got <laughs> we only got so many more weeks, Ant. So, jeez, that's a lot of weeks, man. For real, that's a yeah. football whole football season right there. And so, uh, how this is going on now is we are live uh, on Twitch. We'll be dropping the YouTube video either Thursday or Friday, and then the audio comes out Friday morning on Apple and Spotify and everywhere else. So, man, be on the lookout for that. It was uh, a good night, good pod with all you guys, man. This is your boy, Billy F. Gates, a.k.a. Steaming Billy Beeman. This is your fantasy podcast. We back, baby, man. Get ready. Draft season. Yes, sir.